You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Mike Tom McGinnis crossed away. Thank you for joining us. You had the hot hand from three. That spot in front of the Hawks bench served you well as you dropped home a pair from deep in that corner. Must have felt good to, to get those long shots and help the ball club to a victory tonight over your old team. Yeah, yeah, it felt good. It was good to see a lot of the guys with the Hawks. And, um, you know, I think we passed the ball really, really well tonight. 33 assists. The ball was moving. That's when it's fun to play. So you're getting into rhythm, huh, after the first week back? Yeah, yeah, I've been uh, I've been in the gym a lot. Um, it feels really good to be back playing with these guys. It's uh, such a fun team to play with. So I'm, I'm fortunate to be back and just trying to take it one game at a time. Mike, uh, leaning on your inside a little bit, but it's, it was kind of a sloppy first half. You're tied at 47. I was curious, what was it like in the locker room? Are the coaches, I know they're not, you know, showing desperation, but but obviously they got to try to send a message. What was it like at halftime? Yeah, they were just challenging us to, to lock in and, and not give up. Um, as, as many offensive rebounds as we had in the first half, me included, I, I let up a few, and um, just to get back on transition defense as well, um, and to show a crowd. And I think we did we did a really good job of that in the third period, and that, that kind of set us up for the win. What did you think of Simmons tonight? Oh man, he was awesome. Uh, his athleticism and him pushing the ball in transition—it's a real treat to play with, and uh, I look forward to more of it throughout the year. Thank you, Mike. Good luck. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mike Muscala of the Sixers. Sixers win 113. 92 coming up post game coverage including brian seltzer of sixers.com sixers head coach brett brown will put the game in summation there'll be highlights and a lot more as we roll on from south philadelphia the sixers over atlanta this is the sixers radio network 97.5 the fanatic sixers win 113 92 they had a 16 to 4 run to start the third and then as i mentioned you can go the other way they they ended the third on a 26 to 9 run Simmons was incredible he had 15 points a, a career best for points in a quarter in that third and then he either scored or assisted on the first 22 points by the team in that third quarter so Ben Simmons was brilliant I mentioned he is our Independence Blue Cross player of the game I'll bet you he's the bell ringer as the Sixers with that uh, little ceremony in the locker room 
And at the end of the game, Amir Johnson on the receiving end of a long Markel Foltz pass. Foltz ended up with seven assists. And Johnson with an easy slam, our Dunkin' Donuts dunk of the game. So the Sixers win 113-92. to 92. Ben led the way with 21 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists. He also had a block, 16 points for Fultz. His career high, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, 11 for Robert Covington. Dario, 4 points, 9 rebounds, and an assist plus a steal. Joel Embiid, 10 points, 6 boards, 6 assists, 4 turnovers, 2 blocks. Again, they were double-teaming Joel. And, you know, at times he passed it well. He had six assists, but four turnovers. That kind of threw him off a little bit. I thought he was catching the ball a little further away from the basket than it would be uh, most, you know, prudent or helpful, you know, if he were to catch it a little bit closer. But credit to Alex Len for forcing him out. And then Bazemore was coming with that double-team action. Off the bench, two players of 14, Reddick and Muscala. They combined for eight made threes. 13 for Landry Shaman. He had a pair of threes. 14 total from beyond by the Sixers. And then other players got in the scoring column. Amir Johnson with six rebounds, two points, two points off the bench for both McConnell, Korkmaz, and Bolden had four. For Atlanta, 18 for Bazemore, 11 apiece for both Trey Young, Deadman, and Amari Spellman. And those were their only double-figure scores. They're two and four. The Sixers are four and three. We'll have more post-game coverage after you hear this. This is the Sixers Radio Network. 97.5, the Fanatic. The Sixers with a huge third quarter and a big second half pull away from Atlanta and win tonight's game 113-92 to in front of a sellout crowd of over 20,200 fans on hand here tonight. We mentioned what the Sixers did offensively in the third. Simmons getting the first, well, having a hand in the first 22 points and then 15 points of his own. In that quarter, the big runs by the Sixers included an 11-0 spurt. Reddick had a big three in that span. But they also forced Atlanta into just 6 of 24 from the field with six turnovers. They only scored 13 points in the third quarter. And, again, sometime game, it comes down to the last shot. It's the last two or three minutes that determine the outcome. But other times, it's, it's other aspects, other phases of the game. And tonight, it was the third quarter as it was even at 47. But the Sixers pull away. They were a little lackluster, to be sure, to be sure early in the game, shooting a poor percentage, high turnover rate, and yet were able to pull it together and knock off the Atlanta Hawks. So the Sixers are unbeaten at home, looking for their first road win of the year. It'll be tomorrow night in Toronto, tough back-to-back. The Raptors are... In Milwaukee, they've cut it to eight in the third. And, again, a a big score elsewhere in the NBA. We mentioned Golden State in Chicago and racking up. They already have 102 points in the third. They had 92 at halftime. Klay Thompson had 10 threes, kind of a startling result from around the NBA. So that will do it for now. Again, our thanks to Marty Dickerson, Sam Fletcher, and Tyler Zuli, our engineers. Brian Seltzer, Sixers.com is next. Final score from the center, 113-92. Sixers over the Hawks. Tom McGinnis saying thanks for listening. I'll have a slice of that postgame coverage. But Brian Seltzer will handle it, including Brett Brown from outside the locker room right after this on the Sixers Radio Network. 97.5, the Fanatic. 76ers beat the Atlanta Hawks 113-92. My name's Brian Seltzer. Let's go right now to Brett Brown in his postgame press conference. Expecting that first yeah. off. Yeah, yes, we were expecting it. Um, maybe not to the blatant way that they did it, 
um, but yes, we were expecting it. And I think that we did a better job in the second half of, of going to floor spots. I mean, wild double teams, you know, from the top of the key or from one side of the floor normally don't happen in our league. And so I thought that Joe did a pretty good job of, of knowing that they're incredibly always leaving Markel from whatever part of the floor. And then they did it to Ben, but a lot with Markel. And then Markel basket cut. And almost like the best play you could run would be to throw it to Joel and just have Markel, no matter where he was, just follow his man and get to the front of the rim or the paint. And I thought we did a better job of that. But it was some uh, aggressive double teams. And um, Coach Pierce's scheme made us had to think a little bit. It's a challenge. It's a challenge early because it comes back to some spatial issues that affect Joel. And so it's, it's deeper than what you're saying, which is true. And what I'm trying to do is, is have it all. Like you can play them a little bit together, then separate them and give one the ball, then the other person the ball. I've said quite candidly, you know, that Markel is a point guard and Ben is the rookie of the year as a point guard. And, you know, we mix and match a little bit, but it is a challenge. It is a challenge. How do you think Markel and Ben play when they play together? I think we just spoke about it. You know, just go to, and although it's early days, I'm aware of the, I'm, I'm aware of the numbers. And, you know, Kyle, you said it, and then the numbers would, would prove you to be right. And uh, right now it's, it's a struggle for spatial reasons as much as anything. And, you know, you can just, like, bury your head in the sand and just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And, and you, you could do that. I choose to walk that line of trying to grow it and win. And, uh, you know, that, that's, part of, uh, that's part of my challenge. Fred, I know the, the corner three was a big point of emphasis for the guys who drew those eight spots in yeah. the corner. Uh, Mike seemed to have a lot of success there. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of I thought it was his, his best game um, that he has played with us, and it's easier for me to say that when he makes shots. Like, when he's making shots, you get flashbacks of Yerson. And, you know, we, we need that from Dario and from Mike. We, we need them to make threes. And I thought that that stood out. I thought that his ability to switch and, like, really move his feet and show a side of athleticism um, impresses me. I really like him. Like, you look at him, and to me, he's a modern-day type of player where he can switch and make a three, and he runs the floor. And he's a, he's a good teammate. He's got some toughness and good sort of human traits. I thought he was excellent tonight. The new guy. I mean, he's, there's not many new faces, and he's one of them. Uh, he, he gets immediate acceptance from his teammates because he, he works. And... The players know that. You, you want a passport into a locker room or a passport into somebody's inner circle of friendship, it starts, like for all of us, it's respect. And he gains respect because he works. He gains respect because he's got some toughness to him. He gains respect because he's a prideful uh, student of a game plan. And 
you, you want to go to war with somebody like that. You want to go play a basketball game with somebody like that. And uh, his, his human qualities and his, his prideful side of being a pro uh, are a powerful combination. That, that is as good a way to get into a team as I can think of. 76ers winning head coach Brett Brown talking about benchman Mike Muscala after a really nice 113-92 victory over Muscala's former team at the Atlanta Hawks. Muscala with 14 points off the bench. But the big story for the Sixers tonight, the third quarter in which they outscored the Hawks 31-13 and the role that Ben Simmons played in it, 21 points overall for Simmons, 12 rebounds, 9 assists, just 2 turnovers. But in that third quarter, Simmons scored 15 points himself and he had a say either scoring or assisting on the Sixers' first 22 points coming out of the gates after a first half that was, quite frankly, bumpy, tough, scrappy at times. The Sixers went into the locker room against a young retooling Atlanta team tied at 47 at the break, but it was Simmons with a really determined, spirited effort after that who got the Sixers going. Simmons lit the fuse, and the Sixers never looked back from there en route to their biggest margin of victory on the year. 113-92, the final score. Joel Embiid, as Brett was talking about at the start of the portion of the press conference that we heard, double team for really the majority and entirety of the playing time that he was out there, finished with 10 points, 3 of 9 from the field, 6 rebounds. He made some good reads passing with 6 assists, but the Hawks, as you expected, made it difficult on him. The Hawks coached by former Sixers assistant Lloyd Pierce, the Sixers had to adapt and adjust, and it was almost as if Ben Simmons coming out of the locker room said, enough is enough, mate. And then he took to the Hawks from there. 113-92, the final score. We got Tom McGinnis and some highlights coming up as we get going with our postgame coverage here at the center. It's the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. 97.5, the Fanatic. Atlanta Hawks tonight here at the center. They wrap up their modest two-game homestand in winning fashion, 113-92. Sixers, all four of their wins in seven games this season. Coming right here in South Philadelphia, Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. Ben Simmons, terrific, terrific as well. The man who had the call tonight's game, Tom McGinnis. That was a slightly bumpy beginning, Tom, to tonight's game from the first 24 minutes, tied up at 47. You could tell the Sixers even seemed a little bit restless with how things were going, and there was the reigning rookie of the year coming out of the gates with a head of steam and a lot of determination. Right. In a sense, a tale of two halves because, as you said, a high turnover half and poor shooting for the Sixers. But Ben was he was attacking, and, and much like he did against Charlotte, but this time he was getting better clearance, if you will. In other words, the defenders weren't all over him, and he was fluid and, and getting to the basket. And then, as you say, in the third quarter, 15 points, matches a career high for the best career best in a quarter for him points wise and then a hand in 22 of the points with the assists and that 11-0 run a 26-9 run to close it out and the, the great separation and they got they were getting good shots in the first part of the game where they were missing those threes and now they started to fall reddick hit a couple muscala and landry Shamit really added a lot of punch muscala as we just heard brett brown talk about from the corner getting those threes and even though Embiid had four turnovers and didn't have the gaudy numbers we've seen, he wa- he did get six assists, and he was able to pass it out. And I thought Fultz, these, you know, he had a great game. Coach called it his best game of the season Saturday against Charlotte. And tonight he came out and really did a lot of good things and really had that, that loosey-goosey kind of play that you like to see where he attacks and, and moves the ball and, 
and did a nice job with a career high in terms of points and assists as well. So this is a team they should have beaten, and they did. They're 4-0 at home. They won 31 games here last year. It's a great home court advantage with the sellout crowd at 20,000-plus, and they took care of business, particularly in that third quarter. Terrific performance by aggressive Ben Simmons in the third, 113-92 Sixers when they're second in a row, knocking off the Atlanta Hawks. Bench Tom, real nice tonight, led by Mike Muscala with 14 points. He was plus 18, which means the Sixers outscored Atlanta by the 18 points in the 20, uh, I beg your pardon, 18 minutes that he was on the court. Um, and, and then Landry Shamit, really solid as well. And you throw J.J. in there, and that trio combined for 41 points. And again, you know, the Sixers, like so many NBA teams, their offense is predicated on, on three-point shots. Tonight they had 45-plus from beyond the arc, and when you start hitting them, you know, you, you increase the lead, and it's just it's amazing how quickly they rack up when you're shooting and making threes, uh, and that's obviously why, why they do it. It's driven by analytics, and it's when it works, it's, it's amazing. So, uh, and, and J.J. is going to keep shooting them, even though he, he shot a high volume. Like I said, he ended up with 14 points. That's pretty much just a little bit under what he's been averaging. So, uh, you know, it's like you just got to keep shooting. That You hear coaches say that all the time. Guys, we're getting good looks. They're going to drop. Just keep working for them. You know, and if you execute and get a good shot, a coach can live with a miss because they're not, you're not going to make them. I mean, guys, 35% is a pretty decent percentage from beyond. So, uh, yeah, all told, good things. And, uh, you know, a lot of positives and certainly a lot to talk about when they get together midday tomorrow to plan and, and try to plot strategy for the Raptors because – this is, I mean, obviously the, the opening game against Boston was huge. The Milwaukee game was big. But to now this one right here circled tomorrow, Toronto versus the City. you got to go through Toronto, especially with the start they're off to. And I honestly, I didn't think they got enough pub or hype, if you will, in the preseason and when their team was the same. Granted, they changed their coach, but they added a better player. DeMar, or DeMar DeRozan was terrific, but let's face it, Leonard's one of the best players in the league, and he didn't play tonight. So he'll be raring to go tomorrow. Great showdown tomorrow, live from Toronto at 7. I was going to say, after this 113-92 win tonight, I cannot wait to watch tomorrow's game. I mean, these are, as you said, two of the top teams building the Eastern Conference. You forget Serge Ibaka. I mean, he's got 26 points in the game tonight. Raptors trailing at Milwaukee by 14 towards the end of the third. But Danny Green thrown in the mix as well in this Young bench that seemed like it came yeah. out of nowhere for the Raptors. No, their bench was really good. Van Fleet really came on last year. Siakam gives them energy. OG Ananobi was a starter for much of the early part of the last season, and now he's coming off the bench. With Ibaka in the middle, now Valachunas is coming off the bench. So it's so important for these elite teams that there's obviously going to be a little drop-off. There's a reason the first five are starters. But this this second unit for them has been been really good and so it shapes up, and that's been a difficult place for the Sixers to play. Again, the Sixers have beaten them over the last couple of years, but for the most part, during the last few years, they've dominated. So at some point, you got to get through Boston, you have to get through Toronto, and hopefully it starts tomorrow for the Sixers. Amen. T-Mac, talk to you from north of the border tomorrow. You got it. Thank you, Brian. Good night. 76ers run away from the Hawks, 113-92. Tom's highlight calls and a recap, plus some stats on the other side. This is the post-game show on the Sixers Radio Network. 97.5, the Fanatic. 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks closing out a two-game stop at home in South Philadelphia for the Sixers. Let us get to tonight's highlight calls. 
Sixers welcoming back former assistant coach Lloyd Pierce and the last five years here as an original member of Brett Brown's coaching staff. No surprise, the Hawks came out playing some tough defense Sixers, battling for everything they could get. And the Sixers go to Muscala. Muscala to Embiid to the left of the key, back down Markel, and Fultz will get a layup. So they're double-teaming Embiid, and Joel makes them pay as Fultz with a good cut to the right of the rim. The Sixers were down 25-20 after 12 minutes of play. In the second quarter, the Sixers fell behind by five. They were looking for some sort of spurt and burst. J.J. Redick was behind a very strong run. J.J. open, three ball. He's got to hit this one, and he does. J.J. Redick from Simmons. Redick scored eight in a row for the 76ers to put them up by a six, but the Hawks closed out the first half by scoring six points in a row. It was tied up at 47 going to the break. On to the turning point of tonight's game. There was no question about it. The third quarter, Ben Simmons left his stamp and imprint on this game. Ben with it against Turian Prince. Eight to shoot in the lane. Around one man. Right hand shot. Rimming around and good. And a foul on Atlanta. And the Sixers showing signs of life. And in large part because you could tell the rookie of the year came out with his mind made up. He was going to try and take over this game. Sixers scored the first five points coming out of the break. Ben Simmons fact in the first 22 points of the third quarter before he came out via substitution, and this basket was part of that. Simmons out to J.J., faking a three, stepping up the line. Three ball by Redick is in the air. Bottom, swish, J.J. Redick with a three. 12-point lead, and finally the Sixers snap out of the doldrums. They have scored 11 in a row. They were up by 12, 63-51, to 51. and you know what? When Ben Simmons subbed out, he passed the baton to Markel Fultz. It was like the good juju just was passed right along with it. And that would give the Sixers after Markel Fultz was involved in a dunk, 78-60 to 78 to 60 lead going into the fourth quarter. We talked with Tom McGinnis about the way the bench played in this one. J.J. Redick was really good. Uh, Landry Shamit as well. And Mike Muscala perhaps most of all. J.J. up to Markel, Fultz looking at the three, won't shoot it. To the corner, Muscala for three, he will, and he knocks it down. The boost gets the three. Markel with another dish, and the Sixers lead 88-69. Sixers end up winning this one going away, 113-92. to All Sixers in the second half, they wound up shooting 41.5% from the field. Atlanta held to 37% from the floor. Sixers 14 three-pointers to Atlanta's eight. Sixers only one miss from the free throw line on 18 attempts. Uh, they out-rebounded the Hawks by 17. They were plus six on the offensive glass. Here's a very Sixers-y stat, and uh, really for the first time this season getting a, a correlation uh, like this, but we saw it a lot last year, 33 assists on 41 made baskets. 19 turnovers, that a season high for the Sixers. They had, though, been doing a really good job keeping the turnovers down. That was something that caught up to them early on in the game. Some individual notes. Kent Bazemore led the Hawks in scoring with 18 points. Rookie Trey Young was 5 of 13 from the field, 1 of 6 from outside the arc. He finished with 11 points and 8 assists. For the Sixers, Ben Simmons, tremendous. 21 points plus 19 12 rebounds and 9 assists. It was his 6th career 21.10 rebound game. 
And as we mentioned earlier, 15 points in the third quarter alone, 15 out of the 31 points the Sixers scored in that period. 16 for Markel Fultz, that a career high. He had four rebounds, seven assists. He was 7 of 16 from the field, 1 of 5 from three-point territory. Joel Embiid, 10 points, doubled throughout the night, six rebounds, six assists. Robert Covington, plus 21 in the game with 11 and 6, plus three steals. Off the bench, J.J. Redick with 14, Mike Muscala with 14, and Landry Shamit with 13. Real good night for the reserve core for the Sixers. With the win, the Sixers back over 504-3. The Atlanta Hawks with the loss, dropped to 2-4. and four. Up next for the 76ers, a matchup tomorrow night at 7.30 versus the Toronto Raptors. Toronto and Milwaukee in a battle of two 6-0 and teams tonight at Pfizer Forum in Wisconsin. Right now, the Bucks leading that game 97-85. No Kawhi Leonard for the Raptors in that game. No Giannis Antetokounmpo for the Bucks in that game. But Leonard is expected to play uh, in Toronto tomorrow night. With the tip time at 7.30, pregame coverage on some of our Sixers Radio Network affiliates begins at 7.20. Looking forward to speaking with you at that point in time. Big thanks to everyone involved in tonight's broadcast. We had Sam Flesher and Tyler Zuli back at the studio. Marty Dickerson here. We've got Devon Gibbons in the post. Love it. Love the new name of the extended postgame coverage. That's coming up next. Now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the final score, 76ers 113, Atlanta Hawks 92. Have a great rest of your Monday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart.